and welcome back to Jake's World, episode 20 of Jake's World. I'm your host, Jake Swinski. 20 episodes. Man, oh man. That go by quick. Recorded an episode yesterday, of course. I released that. Turns out my driver floats. That was released a little late. Due to the complications I explained on Friday. But today's show is out, will be out as promised. Of course, today is Monday, June 22nd. It's going to be a little bit of a weird show. I give people props. Props that uh, are good enough with content to get something out every single day. Like... uh, Rogan's an example. I mean, yeah, it's his full-time job. That's kind of what he does for his primary source of income, and he's very good at it. He's one of the best, if not best. He gets some big interviews all the time, but it's still a lot of work to, you know, find things to talk about and be relevant and refreshing and unique. It's hard to do that, and... I'm planning the notes for today's show, and I'm like, holy cow. Like, I don't even know what to talk about. Like, what possibly could have changed in the last 24 hours? Well, it turns out a lot of things kind of did. So, moral of this is the first few minutes of this show are going to be a little sporadic. We're going to hop all over the place. It's kind of going to be a little bit of banter, you know, just going back and forth between some things. Not getting too deep into certain topics and then I'll talk about two things or one one or two things at the end of the show so first of all NASCAR made big news yesterday into today somebody not sure who put a hung a noose like you know the rope in Bubba Wallace's garage stall where his car is or where he hangs out whatever I'm not big in a NASCAR so I just saw the headline and kind of the fallout from that like Jesus God are you you know the world is such a confusing place for me because some days I feel like faith in humanity is going to be restored you see good things happening and then It's kind of like with all this, it's been one step forward, one step back, two step forward, two steps back, and all that, you know, it's just, like, why? (laughs) Why? I don't want to, you know, continue to talk about these things at the beginning of every show, but I feel like the voice I have, you know, small as it may be, I need to say something, right? Even if it's not the best opinion or the most relevant opinion, I feel like some things have to not go unsaid. That makes sense. But, like, that's probably the worst symbolism you could do, the worst message you could show regarding the entire situation. And, of course, it's NASCAR, right? NASCAR's got, you know, this um, reputation of being like a redneck hick sport, right? 
big in the south. All of these racetracks are, you know, all over the south. North Carolina, Tennessee, even Indiana. I mean, Indiana, parts of Indiana are more like the south and less like the Midwest. Georgia, Florida, all these racetracks are, all have roots in the Deep South. And, I mean, NASCAR kind of made news last week with banning the Confederate flag from being flown at their racetracks. And, I mean, that's even been a symbol of Southern pride. And that's kind of been morphed into racism now with everything going on. And I'm not going to say whether it is or isn't because, I mean, it's the same thing with you know kneeling to the American flag some people are going to find that offensive and others don't I mean I'd say having that come up now is probably out of spite you know bad people trying to send a bad message you know making a big stick out of that but I I just don't understand that's one thing but then to show and do this to someone who, yes, he's African-American. There's not many black people in NASCAR as a sport. It's predominantly white. And to do that, one of the most heinous things about you know our history regarding race, doing that, that gesture, is like way over the top and... Shouldn't even say over the top because it shouldn't even, that gesture shouldn't be made. But like, you everyone knows the history that we've struggled with throughout, you know, the 150, 160 years of emancipation in this country. Lynching was a big problem in the South, and not even just the South; it was everywhere. There were instances, you know, in the hundred years after the Civil War where that still happened, commonly and. That's it's just a horrible thing that happened. And it does make me feel better that, you know, the NASCAR community openly condemned this. And, you know, they came together, like, before the race today. Everyone stood with Bubba. And they stood in solidarity. Like, hey, we're not going to put up with this. And this is so grossly wrong. And... We're going to find out to the best of our ability who's responsible for that. And that's a good thing. It's good that, you know, NASCAR is trying to change that brand they have. Is that going to be successful? I don't know. But I'm glad to see them taking, you know, a stance on it, a quick one, and a swift, like, a firm one. Right? I mean, like, the NFL, all the major sports have come out and made statements and a lot of the owners have made statements and the coaches have made statements and all that stuff and NASCAR did it quickly I mean nothing like this happened in other sports because other sports really aren't going on right now but I mean it felt more genuine than like what Roger Goodell said his statement you know a week or two later whatever it was but that's all I'm going to say on it it's just it's a horrible thing to see and it's like, when are we going to take this stride, get over the hump of things like that? Like, there's there's no justifying an action like that and why it needs to be made. It's, it's more severe, but it's similar to, like, that viral video that went out when coronavirus started. That some kid going, you know, 
down the aisle in a grocery store or a Walmart or whatever it was, like licking the shelves and licking items on the counter and or on the shelves. Like, why? Like, are you that desperate for attention? It's, I don't know. It's just, that's all I'm going to say on it. But it's horrible. I'm glad NASCAR took a good stance on that. It's getting a lift in this evening. Got a notification on my phone from ESPN. The owners unanimously decided to um, go with the original plan they proposed to restart baseball March 26th. Players Union rejected the most recent, you know, petition or um, motion to play forward, the most recent agreement. They denied that 33 to 5. There's, you know, a player rep from each team and an eight person committee that represents the MLBPA. And it's just MLB has been such a clusterfuck with all this COVID stuff and getting back to playing. And it's like the players can't agree. They want prorated pay. They want, you know, certain things to happen the owners don't want to give in they want certain things to happen and it's just like someone's got to put their foot down and be like okay gotta make this work and it's kind of interesting to see trevor bauer um cincinnati reds pitcher pitch for the cleveland indians for a few seasons um, went to the world series you know four years ago lost to my chubbies um it's weird to see him take an anti-union stance on it. And I don't even think it's that he's not for the, you know, the liberties that the union or the the Players Association wants. I think he just wants to play baseball. He's sick of seeing all the pussyfooting around. Like, let's, let's get it done. And I, I don't even know what to say. Like, it just, it's all this is about money. Like, for the love of the game, just get something figured out. So right now it looks like they're going back to, you know, the 50 or 60 game proposed schedule. That's what they want to do. And, you know, Manfred laid out, he wants two things done. He wants to know if it's feasible for players to be ready for a July 1st camp and if they're going to comply with all the testing that needs to be necessary in order to get them to play, you know relatively soon with a july 1st camp you're looking at like a late july mid to late july early august start with you're only going to get 50 or 60 games plus your playoffs maybe i'm not sure what's going to happen and i don't even know if this is a step closer because it's up to the players union to the players association to agree on this and honestly my hopes aren't very high I miss baseball. I'd be desperate to see anything besides, you know, negative news and everything going on. And I, sports are great, right? Takes our minds off things. Some people think right now that sports are a distraction because what's going on needs to be said. Perhaps. I don't know. I think most people would be okay with baseball coming back because most people don't watch baseball anyways. Just figure it out. Get something done.
Justin Bieber made headlines. You know, I went on a little rant about Chris Delia and how I don't like him. And, you know, Danny Masterson made the news with, you know, his sexual misconduct again. And that was in the news. And Justin Bieber had someone come out on Twitter and accuse him of doing something years ago. And he denied that outright. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. Because, I mean, he's in a totally different lifestyle now. Like, he's... I mean, Bieber fever was huge 10 years ago, damn near. And he's kind of settled down since then. Like, he's married now. And, you know, he's just making music, doing his own thing. And he loves hockey. makes the sports news about that all the time. And it's just something else. That, you know, this world's falling apart, man. Like, it, it, we're going full off the rails. Like, you know, maybe it'd be crazy to like see if the Mayans actually miscounted their calendar way back then remember when there was like a big thing with 2012 being being the end of the world because the Mayan calendar ended or that's all we could find or they ran out of fucking rocks to scribe I don't know but 2020 could literally be it we're going oh my it worked off the rails but whatever so more news, more negative news, of course. And, I mean, that's kind of the... And, oh, forgot about this. Work at a shipyard, right? We do Navy contracts. And the old Donnie Brook, Donald Trump, will be visiting the shipyard on Thursday, right? So, I get to listen to this buffoon talk for, I don't know how long it's going to be. I think when my bosses talked to me today, they said like, yeah, it's going to have to get screened and everything. Got to have a mask on the whole time and you're going to be out in the shipyard for four hours. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I don't have to sit at my desk, but I don't really want to listen to this, you know, grapefruit talk, but ah, whatever. I mean, I feel like it's a kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, you coming from a small Wisconsin town and, you know, Wisconsin, even living in a bigger city for a sizable portion of my life, you don't get opportunities like that. And I feel like no matter what people feel about them, it'd kind of be a waste to not take advantage of that and at least see the guy, hey, maybe I could have a hashtag lunch beer with him. That would be kind of cool, you know, if he wasn't a pussy and would have a beer once in a while. But... The guy thinks your heart's like a battery, so, I mean, he won't exercise. He won't do anything to, you know, keep him out of shape, I guess. Either I don't fucking know. He's weird, but that kind of concludes the little bit of my, I won't say ranting, but kind of rambling because it's just kind of, I don't know, the beginning of this was pretty, pretty sporadic. And uh, I'll move on to a little bit more of an organized segment structure now so i said i want to talk about two things in depth here i did get into you know the bubba thing and the mlb thing a little bit i glossed over justin bieber but i was thinking about this today right everyone knows i'm a pretty big stoolie right i love barstool content it to me it's funny it's interesting it's unique and it's not censored, right? They don't care if they offend you. And I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of 
in the middle of that. I mean, you should have some discretion and some things shouldn't be said, but you shouldn't be afraid to voice your opinion no matter what people think of it, right? Even if it's wrong, like stand for something even if it's wrong. I mean, you should have a good reason for why you feel a certain way or why you handle yourself a certain way or why you think a certain way. I think I said that twice. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, pushing the boundaries, you know, riding the line. Don't cross the line, but ride it. And they're really good at that. Um, You know, with the coronavirus content or the coronavirus pandemic happening content was kind of a premium to come by right and barstool sports as a brand and you know the company and all their employees were really faced with a difficult situation and all media companies were anyone who makes a podcast or you know puts out content or anything relevant news even it's like they're in a tough spot you, it's hard to think of something and go about your normal way of business when there's nothing really to talk about. And these guys are churning out content left and right. Let's start with the top, Dave Portnoy. He's probably one of the most brash, over-the-top, ridiculous, doesn't-give-a-fuck kind of media personalities that we see on social media all the time today. And look at what he's done throughout this entire entire coronavirus pandemic. He's always been doing the pizza reviews, right? He's known for that. He loves pizza, and that's kind of been one of his best bits. One bite, everyone knows the rules. He's got an app for it. He's got merchandise for it. He goes all over, the, um, what would you call it? New, nah, New York's technically not New England, but now nah, I'm kind of at a loss for word. The Atlantic area. He'll go all over, you know, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and he'll try out pizza, right? Corona started and he switched to frozen pizza. I mean, most frozen pizza sucks, right? So he kind of made a bit out of it, right? And um, then he did this unboxing thing. People would be sending him all kinds of shit to his apartment and he just opened them on Instagram live. And I, I think he still does them once in a while. He did, he's done like 25 or 30 of them. I tuned in for some of those. Then the Davy Day Trader thing is fucking hysterical. I love the stock market and I pay attention to it a lot. It's interesting to me. And what he's doing with that is so interesting because like, He's taking such a sports betting approach to it, and without sports to bet on, he just handles it the same way, and it's working for him, and he gets a huge audience, right? And it's hard to do. It's hard. I mean, of course, it's easier for people who work at a platform, for a platform like Barstool has, because there's so many people already watching you. But it was. It could have just been easy enough for them to be like okay well this is a really shitty thing that happened you know we can't go about our normal lives and do business in a normal way but we can try to do something else they could have easily just been like we're not going to do anything sorry we'll tone it down we'll do what we can and we'll ride this thing out but no they pushed 
they tried new things. And it's working. It's really working. Look at Big Cat. Big Cat's probably the biggest personality at Barstool. I mean, maybe aside from Dave, but I mean, Big Cat, everyone loves Big Cat. Nobody doesn't like Big Cat. He's a jackass, but he's brilliant too. Like, if you've listened to part of my take, there's a reason why it's probably the best sports podcast in the world. It's incredible. The things they do on that show, the people they can get to tune in and the people they interview and the conversations they have are awesome in a normal setting. And they're still doing that now. They're still getting people to come on their show remotely and they're still getting people to listen. Getting people to listen right now is hard because people don't want to sit around and listen to podcasts all day at home. They're either working and they might listen to their normal stuff, but otherwise they're doing something around their house or they're trying to, you know, keep their minds off things or they're spending time with their family, things like that. And they're still getting people to listen. Like Big Cat's been doing the most awesome bit ever with the coach Dugs. if you don't follow part of my take or big cat on twitter you need to he started this twitch stream now twitch is if you don't know twitch is a platform that people can stream anything right it's mostly used for video games but i think you can do other things with it too but um he's playing a video game and 150,000 people tune in like every night he does it. Instead of playing yourself, 150,000 people watch Big Cat play NCAA 14. A video game that's now six years, six or seven years old. They don't make any more of the games and people are watching him do it. That's how good he is at his job. He created this coach named Coach Duggerton, a complete fucking joke. He made this guy like 500 pounds. The guy's got a chabo in all the time. And the, you know, the little art they do for the Twitter posts and on Instagram or whatever. And he's the most ridiculous looking human ever. He's got glasses. It's like a mix of Andy Reid and I, I don't know who else. It's like Andy Reid without a mustache and no hair. He's, he wears a visor. He's got glasses. He's got a chew in all the time. And he's just... <laughs> and then it turns out there's a guy who looks just like him. Identity theft is not a joke, big cat. And he's wearing the Florida State hoodie. And, you know, he's 200 pounds overweight. And <laughs> it's so fucking funny. But, I mean, people consume content like that all the time. And like I said, I'm going to repeat it. It would have been really easy to just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Or we could use a break. Or it's it's hard to find things to talk about. So we're just going to ride this whole corona wave out. They had Dr. Fauci on their show. Like That's how these guys think. It's like, how can we take a shitty situation and make the best out of it? And that's what we all need to do. Not just in our social media life because I've said this you know probably dozens of times social media is fake how can you take that lesson that they do you know the spin zone of you know, making things optimistic looking at the glass half full as opposed to half empty 
how can you apply that to your life? Because with all the negativity going on, it does feel overwhelming and like I don't want to do anything, but make it work for you. That's the lesson we need to take from that. Last thing I want to talk about is a little bit. A little bit. A couple of years ago, I started listening to podcasts myself for the first time. I started listening. The first one I really, really got into was an old Grand X podcast called Touching Base with Postgrad Problems. Now, this company has kind of gone under. Someone still runs the account, but this company is called Grand X Media. It's based out of Austin, Texas. And they used to run uh, the Instagram accounts, Twitter accounts, Postgrad Problems and Total Frat Move. Now, this this has been gone for a long time now. Like, it's, I mean, I think the company officially went under two years ago. And the accounts, the postgrad problems is gone. I don't even think it might be an account still, but it's rare. I don't know who owns the rights to it or who's running it. And they don't post much at all. I mean, Friday beers is kind of like that vibe, right? It's kind of just struggling to survive postgrad life, right? You know, that weird in between of being a fully fledged adult and not blacking out on the weekends like you shouldn't and then being a college kid. It's like that weird two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight year stretch in between all that. And they used to run columns. Um, Will DeFreeze, he does Sunday Scaries podcast. He's on a new podcast I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, he used to do Worst Stories from the Weekend. That was like one of my favorite reads every Monday. And then there was also Total Frat Move, which did all the college shit, you know, all the people doing the party videos. They did like Tinder uh, Tinder Girls of the Week or Tinder Convos. I know they're a UW-Wisconsin alum owns the rights to that, and he still does that column, which is pretty funny. But um, then they do Fail Friday and things like that. They were just putting out content for that kind of audience. And the guys I listen to on this show are like, you know, early 30s, mid-30s, and they were a good time. It was funny. It's a shame that company went under, but they started a new podcast called Circling Back, and it's kind of the same banter they have on that show like they did in the old one. But Dave Ruff, he's like 35, 36, something like that, you know, early, mid-30s. He's like my kind of humor. It's dry, it's dad, it's funny. He loves bits. Like, he does this thing with Japan where he just says, Japan. It's very funny. And, I mean, it's just dumb bits like that. He did this thing, you know, two, three years ago called Hashtag Lunch Beers, right? It's perfect. It's so perfect. Now, I listened to this two, actually it was probably even longer than that, it was probably almost three years ago now when I first picked up on this bit. I'm like, I'm going to make this bit my own. Did I steal a little bit? Yes. But if I ask, where did you get that from? I always tell the truth. Tell the truth. Always tell the truth. I love that bit. I make my Instagram captions into a hashtag lunch beers joke. 
you can't do wrong with a lunch beer. They're the best beers. Not shower beers. Not dinner beers. Not, you know, first beer after waking up hungover if you need it and you're still partying. No, I'm just kidding. That's the worst beer ever. But there's not a better beer than lunch beers. You sit down. You have a nice beer. You have your meal. You have another beer. And then you go home or go back to work. Don't tell your boss, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want that bit to start. So, it's official. Jake's World is now a hashtag lunch beers podcast. I want this thing to go to the fucking moon. Marty Mush to the moon. Lunch beers, lunch beers, lunch beers. Drink them. No, no, no. Okay. There is some conduct that must be laid out in order for the lunch beers to work. One, lunch beers isn't getting blacked out at lunch. Lunch beers is drinking like a responsible adult. One to two. That's it. Lunch beers isn't, you know, binge drinking with the boys at Laredo's at two o'clock in the afternoon. And, oh, I had four Dos Equis and two tequila shots. No, that's not lunch beers. That's being an idiot. Two lunch beer max. Next. Lunch times. 10 o'clock's a little early for a lunch beer, but that's that. I'll let that work. But let's be official here 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And 11 to 5. If you fast, if you fast weird, 5 o'clock could be your lunch. 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock qualifies as a hashtag lunch beer. Oh man, I want a, I want a lunch beer tomorrow, but I just can't. I can't do it. That's what it's going to be, lunch beers. So that wraps up today's show, short and sweet. Like I said, it wasn't a ton a, a ton to talk about. Didn't want to get you know too in-depth with all this other stuff going on because, one, I highlighted it yesterday's show, and, two, it's getting to the point where it's redundant for me to, to talk about the same things over and over and over again. I mean, I talk about similar topics a lot because they interest me, but, I mean, the same things over and over again, especially coming from someone like me who doesn't really have a great say in a lot of the issues going on. You don't need my opinion on that. You know how I feel. You know how you should feel. And I am reciprocating that. So, per usual, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Jake Sawinski 8, J-A-K-E-S-A-W-I-N-S-K-I-8. Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Still need the show to grow. And have a good week. Talk to you guys on Thursday, Friday. girly drinks, we drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. Don't you want to drink with the big boys? Middle of the club talking all that noise. No, Riff Dirt Andy on the some more beer meet us backstage no champagne or girly drinks we drink beer and beer and beer 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 no champagne or girly drinks we drink beer and beer